Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, it is Thursday, so you know what that means. It is Wrestling Chat with Friends. I am your host. I am your host today, Cheats Two Belts. I am joined, as always, with by EJ the Collector. EJ, what is going on? EJ is here. I am present. I am accounted for. I'm accountable. I'm a little annoyed right now because my eight my AC might have just gone out, but we're gonna push through. It's uh, great to see you, Cheats. It's been a minute. Thanks to everybody who's watched the Tuesday show that I've been doing for a few weeks, uh, and I feel a little more comfortable with my regular Thursday chair here. The uh, we'll get the collector's choice out of the way right now. A lot of interesting mail in the last uh, few weeks for the collector here. I jumped on the train. I joined a subscription. Uh, company wrestlingcrate.com if you've heard of it shout out to them i went with the uh, cheap heat level it's the low it's the lowest one nine bucks a month they send you an autograph photo and a couple of other things like one or two other things there's no t-shirts involved pins stickers whatever so the first box i got from them is an authentic tyler breeze autograph how is that possible tyler breeze the man that should be a maximum male model but that's for the tuesday show tyler breeze is in the building that's hilarious i I heard there's an opening maybe in maximum male models on uh on the the tuesday show so yeah so each week hopefully or once a month they're gonna send me some stuff and i'll feature them um they, they get to decide what the collector gets and i'm happy to get any of it so i'm here i'm ready to go Let's go. Well, tell us what the what, what so what is it called again? What's the box called again so we know? I believe it's called wrestlingcrate.com. I gotta double check. But uh yeah, wrestling crate, one of the pro wrestling crate. Maybe that's what it is. Pro wrestling. And it's, crate. And it's, it's basically like a box of awesome. They send you something every month. Every month. There's lots of sites that are doing that now. Pro wrestling tees yep. is doing that. Yep. AEW on their website has a subscription box. Um, a few different tiers. There's t-shirts, there's like two t-shirts a month, one t-shirt a month autographs and then like collectibles could be a dvd could be a pin a patch well look we've got to work on getting a sponsorship so those uh those boxes send them on over to wrestling chat with friends so we can get some awesome sponsors for this show uh elliot i don't know if you know this but i'm calling this the season premiere i saw that wrestling chat with friends excellent why am i doing that there is no reason. It seems like if all the wrestling companies are just going to pick a day and call it a season premiere, there is no reason why we should not have a season premiere. And this is our season premiere for the Thursday show that is AEW-focused. And so for our season premiere, we're bringing in special guests. It's not just us. We're bringing in special guests, and one of them is a really, really good old friend of the show. I don't know if he's a hundred percent ready, but we have got Ty gimmick oh, incoming, making yeah. a return, and then we have a very, very, very special new guest. He's been on the show before. He's in the very early days. He was like one of the probably the first three or four episodes. But my main man Doe from Bucks and Banner is on in the building as well. So That's what's up. we have got a full crate ready to talk AEW. I Oh, we got the whole show? Yeah, no, we just Bring finished them. our show. We just Bring them on. Yeah. Bring them on. This is, look, this is what we need to do. This is, we needed to have the crossover for a minute. So 
Look, Bumps and Banner podcast. I'm excited to welcome Del. Welcome to the show. Introduce the crew, man. Let's get this thing going. How's it? How's it going? How did you feel about that tag match last night? Oh, we got. We're gonna get into it. We're gonna get. I got. We got a whole. We got a whole situation that we got to talk about. But but is the crew there? I want you to introduce the fellas yeah, on yeah, the sure. on the podcast and let everybody know when when it's filmed. See if they can get in the frame too. Yeah. What's well, good? This is over. This is overdue. This is overdue business. This show just yeah, got a lot more hands. Come back a little bit more if you could hear us better. We hear you. I can, hear, I can hear you. We can hear you. No, better. Yeah, we can hear you. You're good. Oh, great. So, bumps and banner. Um, is this is live television people we're all live the shows become one yeah you can't be fucking up my shit <laughs> yeah. who we got who we got and we got super dope he's in the back dude what is up that's my uh, guy that's mm-hmm. my guy right there. So look, so tell every look, look, tell everybody real quick before we even go too deep. Y'all just celebrated what one year? You just had an anniversary show, right? Coming up, so okay, it's coming up. We're on our season. This is our season three. You know, uh, we look at it like three seasons a year. Now, okay. how the how wrestling kind of works. Okay. Uh, so we, season one was you know January, uh, January until probably about Mania. Season two was probably a little bit after. What was the last one after Mania through All Out? Right. Before yeah, All, all out. out. All Out was probably like season two. That was that was what was I, so, I was also so this is season three. Was season three out? Was our episode one season three? Did we cover the? No, our season two episode was three episodes long. All about all out. <laughs> yeah, all it was just it was a lot. It was a lot going so, on. So what what do what do listeners for for people in my audience, our audience that don't aren't familiar with Bumps and Banner, what do they what can they expect? Okay, so Bumps and Banner is not your typical. Uh, Podcast. We talk wrestling, but we talk from you know our sense of wrestling, and we come out as like like homies. We're all friends uh, in in different industries, like music uh, promotions and things to that nature, like just homies. But we we just come and we book the territory, just like you guys sometimes, you know. So like, but we're drinking, you know, we're doing different things. We're we're very loud and very kind of abrasive because we have a a, a, a different yeah. type of space. I think so. Yeah, we curse at each other. So and so, shut the fuck up. Yeah, you know, like, we gotta go in. I'm sorry for for the black mom. Hey, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Keep it going. Keep it going. Right, that's another piece of our podcast. By the end of the show, we're kind of like, you know, by the end of the show, we kind of booked the territory number. We're kind of angry. I like it. We have well, an audio podcast at the moment where we're we're on Spotify. And we're on Anchor. Uh, they brought us the platform, and we pretty much just talk what's going on, and book every. We do two shows a week, pretty much. So, well, let's say how we let me tell let me tell you how we start our show every week, and we start our show every week with what are you popping for this week? So, as in the week of wrestling, 
we always start with what's what's the what's the thing this week that got you going. Now this is I will say this Tuesday is the WWE show, so Thursday night y'all are on the Thursday night show. It's the AEW show. So yeah, let yeah, us yeah, let yeah. us know. <laughs> let us know. I'm gonna start with EJ. EJ the collector. What were you popping for this week? AEW was. Oh, I had one loaded up for WWE, but I know I just separated from the Tuesday show. I am excited about the hopeful uh, revelation of who the White Rabbit is. Like, I really want that to happen on Saturday. I'm ready for that. AEW wise, um, you know, Bumps and Banner. I, I don't think I've been on you guys, uh, been with you on this show before. So good to meet you guys. Appreciate you being here. Definitely. With that, with that, there's a hot take in, incoming. Uh, I kind of want Sammy to Guevara to keep doing his thing. I have no problem. <laughs> <with Sammy. laughs> Who was talking today? Two days ago. I like it. We're gonna get into Sammy. We're gonna get into Sammy in the first segment. The first yeah. segment yeah. I'm gonna tell you already is gonna be Sammy. But- everything that happened, everything that happened with him the last few days, things we know about, things we don't know about, things we're speculating. I kind of always had some, you know. You know, a little bit love for Sammy. I like what I think. He's a great vlogger. So, you know, the way it sort of turned out last night, we will get into it. He seemed to come out a little cleaner than the other last night because his hand was raised at the end. So you can infer a lot for, about what happened last night based on that. But Sammy Guevara, for better or for worse, that's who I'm popping for this week. You are popping for Sammy Guevara. We're going to get into Sammy in the first segment. Bumps and Banner. This week. Or since this is your first time on the show like this, anything AEW-wise, anything storylines, anything that's happening this week, what is getting you excited about AEW right now? Well, actually, for me, I had my uh, moment of the week was uh, MJF versus Willie Uta. I like it. I, I like really it. That. Um, they, they did very. They did a great job of telling the story, I believe, and um, great to see MJF look that good. After 129 days of whatever they're promoting or whatever the reality of it is, <laughs> he looked he looked great. Um, and my highlight of the week, and, uh, for me, <clears throat> the highlight of the week. I wish uh, my shirt would have got here soon. I would have wore it for the show so y'all can oh, see. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. I think the highlight of the week was National Scissoring Day. Or AEW. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I, I just, they, you don't see too much homegrown talent get over like that. They, I, I love those guys, man. They, they really took something and they grabbed the people. It was organic. Perfect. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Everybody loves the acclaim. Everybody, Everybody loves the other yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What you got, Doe? I think me, my biggest, I still think is the Judgment Day. Doing whatever they want. You said AEW, man. Oh, well, we're just uh, AEW. Yeah, AEW, AEW, AEW this week. What's AEW? Uh, ooh. The, the, the Darby and, and Jay Lethal handshake. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing with that though. I don't know if I like that. Look, I'm a big, I'm a big Jay Lethal guy. Yeah. But the only thing Jay Lethal has going in AEW is that stable. So if Sanjay Duck and Saddam Singh, right, right. So I'm saying though, I'm saying though, if if they turn, 
I would have liked to have just seen him beat up, beat up Darby after the match, do something crazy. But if they turn on Lethal, Lethal ain't got nothing. He's just out there. Yeah, that's it. Well, Lethal has opportunity if he's out of that because he needs to get away from that big guy who can't go <laughs> and move on. They, 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 be, they constantly disrespect Lethal. Lethal is one of the best workers in that company, yeah, and they constantly disrespect Lethal. He got to cut bait because he's the only thing good about it. Hey, let me tell you, that's a lot. There's a lot. There was a lot that's happening. There's a lot that's happening with AEW. What I was popping for this week that I didn't think so because you you already said Nash, National Scissor Day was was like the whole thing I thought was perfect it was yeah, perfect. Was We're gonna talk about that, but I gotta give some love to the big fellas, Wardlow and Brian Cage. Yeah. If you watched that match last night, they had yeah. Wardlow doing moonsaults yeah. off the ropes. They had Brian. It was the most acrobat for two men that size to yeah. be that acrobatic. Yeah. To go that long and to look that good, of course Warlow was gonna go over. I don't know where Brian Cage goes from now. He got power bombed like four times, six times in a row. Yeah. I mean, he got at he the end. He got fucked. Right. Like the ROH is where he goes. He scared. got. Did you see him though? He was so excited to be back on TV. Yes, he right. Where did the African dude come from? I, I, I was like, I've been watching. I was watching every week. I was like, where did this happen? This whole faction just came well, out of nowhere. One. Yeah, he's the one they used to replace Tully with. Yeah, right. He's Prince Nana. That's perfect. I was like, that was. I was like, what is happening now? They got a whole championship match on Battle of the Belts and everything. I was like, yeah, what is going they on? They need TV to explain their ROH characters. They really do. <laughs> exactly. It goes, it, goes, it goes to show that even though they've integrated ROH in quite a bit within the AEW program, they haven't done it's a great not, job. To your they point, a horrible job. It, yeah, at some point, they're going to have I, you know, they're going to want to split this up into a TV show. Tony Khan said this week that that Warner likes the pay-per-view concept and he hopes that will inevitably lead to a TV contract. But if you're going to try to feature that on TV, they need to start establishing itself as its own entity um, in, in the moving that and play people like lethal and people like Brian cage, perhaps are the two who are at least being featured on TV right now. They need to keep that train going. I think lethal separating himself from Sanjay might be okay if they're going to turn a corner and get ROH up and running, but to have him without that group languishing on AEW every third week's not going to work. It's not going to work. They need to replace one of them elevations or darks with an ROH show. Is what they need to do. They've got, yeah. and, and, and it would be smart. So many people watch dark and dark elevation. You right. turn one of those into the Ring of Honor YouTube show. And thank you. you. Get, until you get TV. Yeah. Or whatever streaming there were, because they, because apparently the backup plan, if TV doesn't go, that they're going to stream it. But and that's exactly, you're exactly right. That's exactly what they have to do. Otherwise, these stories, I know more about the Trustbusters than I did about what, you know what I mean? What happened with the Brian Cage story because of Dark and Elevation. They got to figure right. that out. Gentlemen, let's switch gears really quick because we already talked about, we're going to bring it up. It was reported before the show, and we saw this all during the week, that Andrade basically said when he sees Sammy, it's on site. And I guess he really meant on site. It was on site, on site. So it looks as if now the story was coming out, coming out, coming out. 
as you guys know, Andrade was supposed to have he was supposed to have a basically a I leave the company match with a dude from Dark Order. That all got scrapped because Andrade, outside of kayfabe, saw Sammy and decided that he wanted to take a swing or or go after him or do something. Now we've talked we've talked week after week on this show about AEW and the fact that they are losing institutional control backstage. What, what happened with Punk? What happened with the Bucks? What happened to Omega? Now they've got another incident where Andrade goes after Sammy. This is not the first time Sammy Guevara has been involved in scraps. He's been in, involved with scraps with, like we said, John Moxley, uh, Eddie Kingston. Everybody seems to not like Sammy Guevara. So the, yeah, the question... The question, yeah. right? The question I have, I'm gonna start with EJ. The question I have is: Is Sammy Guevara the problem? Sammy Guevara is most definitely not the problem. Explain this. He is Sammy Guevara is young, brash, obnoxious, athletic, arrogant. For as long as I can been a fan of pro wrestling, those are key qualities of a heel. Um, mm -hmm. he has branded himself terrific. He is the he's he's doing it up to this point in a way that most other these guys who have become established would have dreamed to have done it. Um, yeah. He he has a he's got a he's got a real he, now he has several things going against him. Partly because he's young, and when he broke in, he was incredibly immature. You can't make an excuse for this for the Sasha Banks comments from a couple of years ago, but if you have paid attention to Sammy at all, kind of either on his vlog or whatever, he seems to have matured from that. I wouldn't cast that mistake on him for the rest of his life because God knows we've probably all made much worse ones. Um, the, the thing, the thing he's really been dragged the most for is the engagement, and then three months later, um, he's with Tay. Hey, man. Yes, that is a bad optic, but shit happens in life, and, and you ultimately age, it goes down like that. It does. Yeah, it's at the, the night that Sammy, yeah. the night that Sam, Sammy proposed to his then fiance, he didn't envision this, you know. And if he did, because if he had already become friends with Tay, hey man, like I said, we've all probably made mistakes like that, but it's bad optics. And now, and remember, he's young, he's brash. He okay. So, but since since the summer. Think about what punk. Think about what punk's done. Think about whatever involvement Omega and the Elite had to do with that. And think about uh, Andrade and and Eddie Kingston. Sammy's been obnoxious in those scenarios. Andrade seems to be the one who went after Sammy. Eddie, Eddie, I love. I got so much love for Eddie. If Eddie, if Eddie, if Eddie got angry for being called fat, they can both fight each other. They can both get suspended. At the end of the day. Sammy had his hand raised, was picked up at the end of the night last night, and it seems as though Jericho has his back. So if unless they were just sort of covering for what happened in the moment, Jericho, I hope, is kind of keeping somewhat of an eye on Sammy, but he's a great character. He's a great guy. He is not the problem. The problem is either is Tony Khan, first of all, and first. some of the and some of the, and some of the peop the right. talent, the talent who are more in leadership. And standing positions. I gotta stop. Really I gotta. I gotta stop you. That's there, it. Though. That's it. He's he's a, he's a tremendous talent. We have no idea if he's a great guy. Everything that points out to everything that points out to me proves that 
if everybody has a problem with you, more than likely you are the problem. Or and they're, it, it or is, they're jealous. And it is, and come on now. And it's well documented. Moxley, problem with Sammy. Kingston, problem with Sammy. Uh, it, it, I think I think what it is is it's not necessarily a jealousy thing, but there is a there there's a it's it's traditions to a business, and if you come in like a lot of kids, I mean, in any business, in any business in 2022, where do you see young people, younger kids, younger, and I'm, and I'm not hating, but if they come in and be like, we're gonna come in and disrupt the whole business. Well, there are people, it don't matter what it is. It could be wrestling. It could be technology. It could be anything. Well, there are people that have been there 15, 20, 30 years, and they may not look. We may look at it like we're the old guys looking down, hating on the young guys. It's not necessarily that. There are young guys that come into the business and get a lot of respect, no matter what business it is. A lot of my, my friends over at Bumps and Banner, I know a lot of them are in the hip hop industry. Hip hop, in very much ways, is the same way. There's a lot of young artists that get a lot of respect from what would be considered the old heads, the traditional, so forth, and they still are able to do their thing. Then, then there's the young artist that comes in, says, you know what I mean, F what all the old people did, F that, that's not what I'm on, I'm on it, and they get they get reacted to differently. Yeah. It, look, it looks to me like Sammy is one of those yeah. individuals early on. Now, he may, he may be changing. He may be getting married. He may be maturing. But he looked like he came in on one of those types of things where my best example of this, EJ and, and fellas, my best example of this is we just talked about MJF. We just talked about how MJF has been received. And MJF is younger than Sammy, right? They're about the same, around the same. Yeah, that same age. Right. So look at MJF. Look at Jungle Boy. Look at how they're received. And look at how, at this point, it seemed like Sammy's gotten in a fight with just about everybody in the business in this way. And I'm saying it's not necessarily all about uh, them hating on Sammy. It's a two-way, it's at least a two-way street. And so I do think, I say, because we've seen this in life, everybody is saying that you are the problem. You looking around all crazy. But more than likely, you're the problem. There's, there's something that you have to adjust now. Can Sammy Guevara, with all the talent that he has, can he make that adjustment? Absolutely. Is he a tremendous, tremendous talent for this company? Absolutely. But is he going to have to humble himself, I think, a little bit to be able to get to that next level? Because I, I, I'm going to tell you now, there are ways for all those people that he, that, that, that he may feel are blocking him. He don't know the half of it because he may not be in AEW forever. Right. Those reputations follow you. And right. if there's people like Moxley and Kingston and and Jerry, like you said, Jericho seems to be in his corner now. But Jericho is of that tradition. You know what I mean? So I just think that he might have a world if he don't adjust the way that we think he can. He might have a lot of problems moving forward. Ooh, Fellas, I, what's your take on Sammy? I, I, I gave him the you got to grow up because I feel the same way you feel. <laughs> I think he's immature. And because of where we at in wrestling, where this everything's so uh, social media, so wise, he has a bigger platform because he's on TV every week. Every week. And things he can say, just even like on Twitter, could be enough to get him punched in the face. <laughs> Sammy is, Sammy has such a punchable face. 
everyone's going to always feel like they want to punch Sammy in the face. So it's kind of like he's almost like, you know, damn if you do, damn if you don't. Whatever I say, I'm going to get punched for. So I might as well just say what I want. And that's kind of how he comes off. But I don't think you should do that in this profession because, like you said, you took the word out of the your, your name carries weight, and that's a different weight. He can't make it to that level where Paul's going to look at him, you know, you know, big Paul, and, and go, "I want to, I want to work with you. I want to do some business with you because you know what his business looks like." Well, that, that's that's it's that's already shaky. It's already shaky for him over there, even <laughs> though, like us as fans, we can't, you know, hold the Sasha Banks thing against him forever. But that's already a big stoppage for him getting there anyway. So if you're not going to grow up on top of the other mm-hmm. things that you've done, it, it doesn't, like, this was a whole topic for us the other day. I think that, like, Dose, he, he needs to grow up. He has a lot of immaturity. I think that, like you said, when everybody is kind of like, he's the problem, maybe it is you. Everybody's trying to punch you in that punchable face every couple of weeks <laughs> backstage, it's, it's, it's crazy. But he's so talented. You know what I'm saying? If he bulk up a little bit, he could be a world champion. Who's a Hall of Famer that we, that this conversation- He comes, he comes yeah, for AEW, absolutely. Yes. But I Who's, think it's time for him to go home. You think it's time for him to go home? Who's well, another yes, person that we talked about that could be, we could be describing the same person who, if he was breaking into the business now, he wouldn't have worked either. Randy Orton. Yeah. I, I thought you were, yeah. were going to go with Shawn Michaels. I thought yeah. you. I really thought you were going with Shawn Michaels. Even, even more recent than oh, that. Randy, 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 Randy Orton. Randy Orton is worse than Shawn. Yeah, Randy Orton, bro. Randy Everybody just... Yeah. So, well, we, and no, no one thinks about no one thinks that way about him now. So. Right. No, no, no. You're, no, EJ, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. Let, let me ask this because – uh, there's there's so much I want to get to, but they they make this big deal about the pillars of AEW, the young pillars of AEW, and Sammy Guevara was one of them. Oh, before I go there, let me just talk about the other side of this really quick because we did talk about maturity. Uh, Andrade knows better. Mm. Andrade had a match that was scheduled for Rampage, and they were going to film it that night. Andrade doing what he did. Got him sent home. Everybody, if, if anybody's like us, we talk every week about they need more Andrade. Andrade needs a bigger piece yeah. of this because he's so good. He needs a bigger piece of this, of, of AEW. And um, um, we kind of changed sides on that recently over at Bumps and Banner. We think Roosh would be better in his position anyway. <laughs> oh, you know what it is? You know what I'll say? I, I Roosh is working. They let Roosh work great. on TV. Roosh is great, man. Roosh is Thank great. But Andrade, I think Andrade can do – Andrade is amazing. And I think yeah. they need to let him work. Roosh got the Roosh got the look. When I look at Roosh and then I look at Andrade, I look at them side by side, Roosh gives me more of, oh, this guy can be a world champion. This guy oh. can – Over Andrade, though? Yes. Yeah, yeah, oh, nah, I'm not going that far. I'm not going that far. Andrade has the face and the physique, but Roosh got the bill. Roosh looked like hey. a he's like for a luchador. He's a that's a big 
I just I he's a big luchador. On top of that, he speaks better English. He does. He does. No, and, and and he spoke English on TV just yes. yesterday. As a, they're they're starting to build that up. If you notice, he's starting right, to build man. that up. But I, I I can't, man. I can't get that Cody Andrade. Like the table on fire, moose. I can't get it out of my mind. Those are great. Like, Rush, I mean, Andrade is an amazing worker. Andrade is a great he's worker. Good. Here's my biggest take about Andrade. Andrade's only had 26 matches since he's been there. He's right. He needs to work. A year and a half, but 26 matches is like. And guess what? And guess what? They're bringing in Bandito. And that's probably going to cut, because you know how they do yeah. wrestling. That's going to cut Roosh and Andrade out a little bit to bring Bandito yeah. in. Absolutely. They already disrespected my boy Ray Phoenix, oh, because he's probably the most talented dude in the company. But he's, holding, like, he's holding gold right now. And Bandito yeah. came in there and showed off. Yeah. But they let him. They let him work. You know what I mean? But the same thing, Andrade, like I said, the Andrade-Cody match, they let Andrade come in and show off. They let Jay Lethal come in and show off. The problem is, and we talk about this every week, there's a, so much AEW talent. Where is Miro? they like, where are these people? They just Miro, get lost in AEW. We can't blame Tony for Miro. Miro out shooting TV shows. Finally, Miro. <laughs> yeah, we but blame, only finally. Not like it's been the whole time. He, finally, he's doing something with his right. time. But here's, I do blame Tony Khan. I do. And let me tell and and, and and Elliot knows this. The whole thing last night is Tony Khan's fault. Yeah. Anybody anybody that was following wrestling at all during the week knew Andrade and Sammy were gonna have a problem. They know both of them had matches on the card. You're not you, you there's no institutional control. The the wrestlers the the wrestlers aren't afraid. Say what you want about Vince. Say what you want about oh, WWE. Never happened in the E. Never. Right. The 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 wrestlers have no respect for Tony Khan, so they no. can go and do whatever they want every week. And and you're facing these suspensions. You're facing all of these leaks. You're facing all of this stuff because Tony has no institutional control. Do you think the EVPs when they started this company three years ago wanted Tony Khan to have any control? They wanted. No. They want no, his, want his money. Well, Tony exactly. Was, Tony was enough of a mark. Was they enough of a mark to let it happen. His money. They wanted to have control, and all they wanted was the money. Now they don't have right. the control. And Cody left. Cody <laughs> saw the right on the wall. Cody, Cody go. I'm out. <laughs> Cody got to get him out of there. And Cody and saw it coming. He did see it coming. All he right, fellas. Let's let's switch some let's switch some gears again because I do want to ask you about this pillar question. I'm gonna ask it in a different way since we have so many people on. And I know Ty is still trying to join, so we're still gonna work this way. But Sammy Guevara, one of the early pillars of AEW. They talk about the pillars all the time. I think Elliot, how many pillars are there? Is it four? When we talk pillars, is it four? All right, so this is what I'm gonna do now. This is the this is the question. We'll go around Robin. We're only gonna pick one. But if you were going to pick one pillar right now, not not in the beginning, but right now, to start your AEW company with one pillar, who are you picking? <laughs> talk, talk to me, Elliot. Talk, talk, talk to me, Elliot. Talk, tell me, tell me why. Tell me why. You don't need me to do. You don't need me to do the talking. He's done all the talking. He's the number one heel in the last twenty five years. His work is impeccable. He's the best micer on the best guy on the mic in the last 20 years. 
he could everything his character does on TV is also literally real life. I expect, well, now I actually expect him and Tony may have some handshake workout, mm -hmm. but literally he is, he might be the only character or the only talent over there that WWE is going to salivate to try to get out of a contract. They will go after guys. They will send feelers out to other guys. They will make con, they'll make offers to other guys while they still have contracts with AEW probably. And however that works afterwards, the only person they are, they will get into a, he, and this is why MGS promos are great. He's right. There will most likely be a massive bidding war. A lot of it behind the scenes, although Meltzer and all these guys are going to love dropping leaks about it. You know, tell, tell me why MJF is less dynamic over anyone else under 30 right now in the entire business. And that's a pillar. I like it. I like it. Fellas, who you got? You're starting your company. You got to base it on somebody in AEW. Who do you got? Well, I, I would at this point, I think I've got to go NJF as well. If I'm building my company, that was too easy. So let's let's go. Let, let, let me give one more and let's uh, and let's uh, and let's let's think about it as because MJF is indeed also an upstart, but he. He is the best thing going in the company, and he's young, and he's going to be there for a long time. Is there if there is there a zag pick, Elliot? Is there a zag there's for somebody a, else? No, but there's another to me quite obvious pick too. Uh, oh yeah, Jay Cargill. Oh yes, that's where I was going. That's oh, where I was going. My, yeah, that's, Elliot. Uh, that's where I was going. I'm the, now, unfortunately, yeah. now unfortunately, like you know, like MJF. She would be the top female performer that, you know, if you asked Vin, uh, Vince, if you asked Triple H, she would want over there. I think it'd be her. I think there's some realization on everyone's side is that she may not be long for wrestling. Right. Um, so who knows what the future would be like as far as like contracts or storylines, because there just might be an agreement all around that like, yeah, this is the first of many steps for her. It's not going to take her as long as it did Rock and Cena if to transition if it, to movies and all or that. Ma yeah. ma right. maybe maybe even sasha it took sasha's five six years it took a long time it took a long time else. yeah i think if she gets here's where here's where it's almost unfortunate she's not in wwe because mm -hmm. is she getting enough eyeballs the simple fact of like that it may take as long only because of where she is right now and if she, and was, for, if she was in wwe she would have this would be yeah. No, and for this, I go back a little bit. I go back to Tony in many ways because there is no reason they did all. We talked about this. They did a whole segment the other week where Soraya bought out the entire women's division, and Jade was nowhere to be found. And Jade is the biggest thing in the women's division. So it's like I understand if they're trying to keep her away just to keep the aura that is Jade Cargill around it, but Jade, I think, is. Clearly the best thing, biggest thing they have, most unique thing they have in the women's division. And they need – now, I know she's green, but they need to keep putting her on TV. They need to let her talk. She's a great talker. She's not a she's not a bad talker at all. I think she's yeah, actually – she's green. That's it. She's green. She's green in the ring. She's yeah, green in the ring. And, and, and that's, another, that's another unfortunate reason why she's not in the E. If she was in the E, she'd be getting the proper training. 
She would get she would get the proper repetition <laughs> that she needs. She would have the right people showing her what to do, how to She's getting trained. No, no, no. She's getting trained by Brian Danielson. She's getting trained by Brian Danielson. So she's she's getting trained. She's getting trained. Yeah, she's getting better. She's getting, she's a lot getting better. better. But if she was at the performance center every week, she'd be NXT Women's Champion. <laughs> yeah, look, and, and at, the, at the end, at the end of the day, with Jade, and we're kind of to this point, the difference is not so much Tony's fault is it's NBC Comcast versus Warner. It's mm -hmm. just like if she was in the NBC family, she'd be Where's promoted Ty? better. Yeah, I was so. just about to bring Ty in. Ty is, Ty is showing up and popping out. He's killing yeah, he's me right now. What is happening, Ty? All right. No, all right. I will say this, too. Since since it was MJF, it was Jade, this could be recency bias for me because I'm so impressed with what happened last night. But I, I think I would I think I'd stamp a rocket to Wardlow as well. Yeah. I'd oh, give Wardlow – put a, I'll put a battery in Wardlow's back and make him the next Goldberg. Another one that needs to be in the E. <laughs> <laughs> this is an AEW show. B and B. This is an AEW show. B and B. We just talked. <laughs> yeah, this was ours. That's just not. Got, they're just not in the right place. They're right not now. in the right place. Cheeks. Cheeks. We got right repetition. Who's that? They don't we have enough eyes on them. We need BNB on the Tuesday show. Yeah, we need BNB on the Tuesday show as well. No, this is phenomenal, fellas. All right, he's right, but he's right. No, no, let's let's quickly talk about what is going to happen. Well, hold on. What do we? What should we do, Elliot? Do we need to do a a, a brief recap? Because there's really only one thing to recap from last night that's worth talking about, and we've talked about it a little bit. But let's get into it a little bit more, and then we'll then we'll preview Battle of the Belts. But yeah, let's talk about just the journey that is. Everybody loves the acclaim. And what happened last night on what I think was one of the best promos we've seen since Jericho introduced not the not the society. What was the first faction that he had? The Pinnacle. That promo, that the, the National Scissoring Day kind of situation, I think was as was probably one of the best things we've seen since, since that moment. So talk to me about what your take was about what would just happen to be a state of the union by Anthony Bowens and Max Caster and, 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 and the one and only daddy ass. It was, it was, I thought it was phenomenal. I thought it was well done. I thought it was funny. I thought it had the crowd and they made a point that they are homegrown and everything that happened to them happened in AEW from being buried to being champs because they kept work. They, they believed in their concept and with Max doing the rapping, Bowens every time saying everybody loves the acclaim, even when they were getting squashed, they would have yeah. that same mentality. Yeah. And now they're yeah. now they're on top of the world. And I think it's phenomenal. What did y'all think of what do y'all think of just the rise of the acclaim, how over they are and National Scissoring Day? It's I'm gonna tell you, right? It's so important because we all about, you know, like the representation and stuff, and it's, that's big, you know what I'm saying, and wrestling for us, the representation. That's one. Two, to see two young guys that, like you said, went out there and were kind of getting buried, and then they were playing the little heel role for a while, and they got over, and you just, you don't see it, like, like, you just don't see that kind of organic 
growth in especially in a tag team. Right. Nonetheless, a, nonetheless, a solo star, but a tag team, tag team wrestling is already. AEW said they wanted to put a spotlight on it, and oh, and like now it seems like it's you know they have these good tag teams, but the claim is like they're the best tag team in professional wrestling altogether. Oh, well, that, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. hold on, now. hold on now. They're, as they're far the, as being over, as far as being over popularity, they're the most popular tag team in professional wrestling right now. At the moment, yep, absolutely. What you co-signed that, Ethan? You co-signed that? They, we're, we're, were they, they're more popular than the Usos. In the stop it! Stop, stop! Stop it! Stop. Well, hold on, hold on. What, what, stop, what, the stop the madness! Stop the madness! This is another team that AEW needs them, but if they yeah, they're them, great. They're great. If they went to AEW, well, it would be way bigger. WWE would would let's let's would, not get it twisted. Let's not get it twisted here. Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. We finally have Ty gimmick inserted here. Clap it up for him. Welcome back to the Thursday show. Can we hear you, Ty? What is happening? I have no idea. Can we I cannot hear you? hear you, Ty. Oh, yeah, we can. Hold on. We can hear you. <laughs> we can hear you. We got you. Yes. Yep. You got him. Restream, not, Restream is not trying to let me be great right now. Oh, bad. What is up, everybody? What's happening? What is up? What is, what up? is up? <laughs> we did miss you, Tom. Absolutely. We did miss you. This show just got a lot more handsome. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Tom. What's, what's your thoughts? What are you popping for? What are you popping for? What am I popping for? Oh, I can't stop my vitriol. Here we go. I am popping. The dysfunction for the rioting that is, keeps happening in the back of AEW backstage. Before. You're, cut, you're cutting out. You're cutting out, bro. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, you're, uh, Restream is not letting you be great. Restream is not letting you be not. great. It's not. All right, you might have to take out the headphones or whatever. It's it's a long delay and you're cutting out. Uh, He's popping see. for AEW dysfunction now. Right. Like He's it. popping for dysfunction. I like it. All right. All right. <laughs> oh, there. I think you're better. I think you're better. I just turned off everything. Yeah, That's you're better. good. All right. Talk to us now. Talk to us. No, it's just dysfunction. People fighting backstage, hitting each other, not hitting each other. People getting fired. People all wanting to go home. I think. I think I predicted this. <laughs> I think I predicted all this happening. But I didn't want to listen. Who's to are you who's, popping? Who, are you popping because you pain? predicted it, or are you popping right. because it's happening? Yes. Okay. <laughs> right. 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 Ty, who who's the blame? Who's the blame? Tony Khan. He's the he's the owner of the company. Like, okay. Say what you want. Say what you want about the evil and the very horrible person that is Vince McMahon. He control a company though. True. Yeah, a difference between a boss and a friend. Mm -hmm. There you go. And he wants everybody to be his friend. He doesn't want to say anything when, when a certain wrestler who I always said was a little bit a little overrated, 
talk throw your EVPs under the bus. Oh, Omega. Let your uh, let one of your EVPs go to the to the competition because you didn't want to give them all that. You didn't want to give them any money, and then not sign one of your hottest acts. Not keeping signs one of your hottest acts, and that was only down to three people. Is there even a dark order right now? Mm -hmm. Not really. (laughs) (sighs) And signing up every bit of talent out there, almost like you're hoarding talent. He's he's got a big checkbook. He's got a big checkbook, but not a lot of leadership qualities. Mm. None. Not enough TV time. Not enough TV time. That's right. And he's not using those extra hours that he has on online to make it work. All right, fellas, we have got to switch. Ty, glad you're joining us. We've got to switch to a preview, and it'll be a quick preview, for Battle of the Belts that is taking place this Friday. Now, this is it's an interesting thing, because Battle of the Belts is supposed to be taking place on Saturday. It's usually a recorded show that airs on Saturday. It is not airing, it is not airing on Saturday because I think Major League Baseball playoffs, right? Major League Baseball playoffs is going to take a lot of TBS, TNT time coming up. Um, and basketball's back. So basketball's back on TNT already, right? And Extreme Rules is also Saturday. And Extreme Rules is also Saturday. But that, uh, Extreme Rules is going to be a big one. That's going to be, we, that's, again, we already previewed that on the Tuesday show. <laughs> but, but let's talk quickly about what they're going to do with Battle of the Belts. All the titles... Uh, except for the heavyweight titles on the line, right? So all the titles are on the line. Let's talk about what they just did. Speaking of homegrown talent and AEW, that is getting over with the crowd, even though they're serving her up to Jade Cargill, Willow, Willow Nightingale, has been making some moves over the last couple weeks. Got the the pin in the ring over Penelope Ford last night, and then they just served her up to Jade. She's going to lose. But she had a great promo. What do you all think about Willow versus Jade? Love it. I'm Love excited for it. Yeah, of course, she's gonna, of course she's going to lose. She's going to look great. They're going to hopefully, hopefully the only right decision that needs to be made is make her look good. Have it not be a have it not be a total squash match. Give yeah. her a little bit of offense. You don't need to. It doesn't even look, need to look threatening like she's going to possibly take the title. Although one or two spots would be great. And then you don't just stash her on dark for the next month and a half. Keep yeah. her in a semi regular rotation. She's got years ahead of her. She's not on a, on a pillar level yet, but she is exactly the type of female talent that's young that ought to be become a regular worker. What do you guys think? What do you guys think of Willow? She's she's definitely gotten over with the crowd. They pop. I mean, I watched last night because I think Doe brought it up like last week, and I wasn't really paying her no mind. And last night she came out and they popped for. I was like, oh, okay. So this is what we're working with. So um, I'm actually really excited to see, um, like 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 you said, a uh, couple good spots make her look good. As long as she puts her shoulders to the mat gracefully, I'm mean, okay with it. Ty, where are you with Willow? So I've loved Willow ever since NWA, since ROH. I, I've been following Willow for, for a while. I thought she was cheated at the ROH uh, women's title on one of the last pay-per-views. Uh, but she's going to lose. I mean, we she's all, all agree she's, she's going to lose. Um, what belt was on the line for? It 
This is for the TBS title. The TBS, the ABC, the... the See? The there you go. The, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Belts. But, um, actually, this is a good spotlight for uh, Willow, too, because only two belts really matter to AEW, and that's the World Championship and the TBS Championship. Let's be, let's be honest. That's the only two they actually care about. Um, and it's a, like I said, it's a good spotlight for Willow. I think that it needs to go longer than 10 minutes, and Willow's a good worker, so she'll make Jade look good. Yeah. That's what I hope. I think Willow has got enough experience, like you were saying, through NWA, ROH, and so forth, and working to make Jade look good. And I think that Willow has the potential. We just talked about the acclaim and what they did. We didn't talk about, but you see what's happened with Ricky Starks. I think if they're able to work, keep working, there are, there's these there's these wrestlers in AEW that start to get over with the crowd slowly but surely, and if they keep working the system, Willow has a great personality. She has she's good on the mic. Now here's Willow's issue, I think, because there's also another person that is doing the same thing, another woman in AEW that's probably got just a bit three, four, five steps ahead of her, and that's Jamie Hayter. So you got to figure out, like, Hater's coming. Hater's going to get a title. So Willow's coming. Hater's coming. They're, they're going to figure this out. Like, yeah, they're like, smart, It seems like there's just if, a different division. Like, she's yeah. just not fighting the people in, in the in – the, like, the TBS is just a different division. From the it's, it's, the, it's the Rampage title, not the Dynamite. It's, it's the best yeah. thing that they have. The, she's the best thing they have in the women's division, though. So they can't yeah. put her – they can't, oh, can't yeah. have her squashed. They can't have her squash Brett Breaker, Athena, and Tony Storm and all them. Because then they oh, wouldn't have anyone. <laughs> they can't though. She's not that's the that's the issue. She's not ready yet to be in that echelon every week of fighting this. But what right. he's right. right though, what he's saying is right though, and if Tony was smart, you build up those people like Jamie. Like literally you build it the right way, and three years your women's title match at all out is Jamie Hayter versus Willow Nightingale. Yeah. If they did it right, if they did it right, you'll see something like that. Let's ask about, now and again, speaking of people that haven't had a lot of uh, AEW TV time, FTR is taking on Gates of Agony for the ROH title. And we got a pretty good introduction to Gates of Agony yesterday on Dynamite. FTR has been actually publicly complaining that Tony Khan's not booking them, even though they have all the belts. They will... Uh, they will be on they, they don't have all the belts, but they have a lot of belts. Um, they will be on for Battle of the Belts, Gates of Agony versus ROH. I'm gonna start with Ty. Ty, what do you think about this? Who are they again? Exactly. <laughs> Elliot, what do you think about <laughs> Gates of Agony is the, the stable with uh, I guess it's an ROH stable with Brian, Brian Cage yeah. and the African the African rich man. I uh, had not heard of I had not heard of them either before those two came in. Really? Uh, See? Not really. I think they win the titles. Mm. I actually think that will be – I think Tony – I think FTR is a AEW tag team. I think this experiment has been awesome. I love – I think they're going to carry the, the IWGP, the AAA for a while longer. But add, this is the beginning of starting to establish ROH and AEW. Um, I, think, I think they come off of them – to give an, an ROH tag team the titles and begin 
that it's not going to hurt FTR too much. It also kind of clears a path for FTR to get into the AEW tag team conversation, which, I mean, the idea of like getting all the belts, I think they've probably decided that's not going to be the way to go. There's not enough of a need for that story. So it's going to start undoing in a smart way, hopefully. And FTR will, this is the path to FTR going after the AEW tag team titles is by first dropping these to these guys. Tully, Tully, what, what do you think? Tully with them? Tully's out. I'm actually Tully's here. I don't disagree with that. That's a that's an interesting take on it. But Tony's such a mark, so it's a chance that they win <laughs> because 100%. Tony's a mark, and Tony is one of those type of people that likes to appease the wrestlers. Hence, why he has no control over his own institution, and the prisoners run the prison. Uh, for lack of a better term. So what you're saying is, I think that's for business. They drop the belts, they start this journey to the AEW tag team belts, or they start a journey back to WWE. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Uh, uh, there's so many people say. in AEW that really should just go to WWE. And there <laughs> there's, no room, there's no room for them there either, though. Yeah, lose all of the belts, because they got to be <laughs> Let's, let's, uh, Let's ask the last match of this one, I think, is actually pretty interesting. It's another one. Look, Ty, it's another one of those alphabet belts. It is the All-Atlantic title. It's going to be the Bastard Pack versus Trent Beretta. What do you think about this one? Pack versus Trent. Yay. <laughs> Good for Trent, I guess. They keep, trying to make, they keep trying to make Trent the thing. I don't know why. They keep trying to make Trent oh, the thing. Oh, yeah. oh, Trent is good. Trent is really good. I think he was, he was really good in New Japan. I don't I don't think yeah. he's been really good in AEW. Yeah, That's because... he was great in New Japan. A lot right. of those guys just got lost in the New Japan. The New Japan way just doesn't look the same. Right. They don't know. See, the thing is, all those guys that were over in New Japan, they come to America. That style doesn't really work. Like, we talk about all the time. Like, Kenny Omega doesn't work in America. A lot of those guys, they don't work here. They don't know how to work on TV. They, it, it doesn't work. We don't resonate with what with, with they do. I, I, I kind of disagree with that. Go ahead, Ty. Cause Ty is our new Japan expert. Because you got Shinsuke Nakamura that came over, and immediately mm-hmm. that one match with Sami Zayn on NXT TakeOver connected with the crowd more than anything he's ever done with New Japan. Like everyone in America knew his name after that match. That was a great match. That was a great I, match. I, I, Maybe yeah. because and it was WWE. That it was a broadcast. WWE style match. <laughs> yes, WWE broadcast. <laughs> no, no. But, but it wasn't a New Japan style match. It was a WWE style match. And but Shinsuke the thing is, Shinsuke Nakamura got so much charisma in himself already that you have some. Like I'm gonna be honest with you, if Kazushiko Okada, if that was Kazushiko Okada, it would have been the same thing because he has charisma. Yeah. It's going to, you're going to have some people that have that charisma. Kenny Omega don't have the same charisma as Shinsuke Nakamura. You know, but you know what happened? You know what I'm going to tell you? Omega adjusted very well. Because when he first came into AEW and everybody was like, Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega. And I was telling Ty, I was like, yo, I don't get it. I don't like it. I don't see it. I don't understand it. <laughs> by the time they got, not this year, but by the time they got to Grand Slam last year, when Kenny was doing them 60-minute matches, you know what I mean? I was like, I get it. This dude is the truth. He can go. 
And I think it was um, they put him in feuds with uh, Christian Cage. They put him in feuds with Brian Danielson. I was like, yo, they he started Omega started having the types of matches that I think American audiences that didn't know him by reputation needed to see. Once they started seeing those matches, and Kenny, I'm gonna be honest with you, Kenny shouldn't be doing 10 minute spot matches on Dynamite. He needs to do right. He needs to do the 45. Right. He needs to do the 45 minute. I'm in New York City on the grand because I'm telling you those things. Same thing with Brian. Danielson can go when he gets that opportunity. Now Brian can do everything, but when they when they got when they gave him the 60 minute match against Hangman two times, like that's when you really got to see what I think the people in Japan saw. And I don't think there's a lot of TV time in AEW right now that allows them to do that type of thing. But I don't want to get off. I don't want to get off topic because I think Pat. Pac can go, man. Pac has been one of those folks that he never really looks bad, and they 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 never really make him look bad. He always gets a yeah. he usually gets a win or or gets something. And I mean, I think he goes and over he, on train. He he's been a part of kind of he's a, a a big part of the foundation of he that is. company he and is. keeps the company rolling. <laughs> yeah. I think so. I think, and I think he goes over on train. I, I actually. Yeah. Yeah, Elliot, yeah. what do you think about Pack versus Trent, real quick? Pack over Trent. Pack uh, keeps that title for the next challenger, but you know it's not being featured enough, in my opinion. I'm with you. He's pulling double duty that night. Yeah, I yes. think it's going to be because I don't think they win both. They're going to have a trios match, right? Yeah. So on Rampage, I was going to get to this. Is the last thing I was going to get to on Rampage, there is a trios title match: Death Triangle versus Dark Order. The Dark Order is going to be Tin, Alex Reynolds, and John uh, Johnny Hungy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, me too. I think because of the best friends Dan housing thing, and that's going to piss off Pat. That's how we get to this match. Sure. That makes this match a match that you can, you know, actually watch and have some investment in. I said a few weeks. Ago, I said a few weeks ago. I'm not sure. I don't like the look of a of a double of a two belt champion, um, in in, in this situation. Yes. In all in all elite wrestling, I think Roman pulls it off great, no doubt about yes. it. Yes, uh, the biggest thing in wrestling. Elite, right, you know. right. Re- really, no one else ought to be doing that. And I just think I think it looks to, to debut a trio's title, which is a great idea. You didn't initially plan to have it on those three guys, but you did it that way. So I think it's I think you don't want to have one guy with two belts, even if it's a trios and a single. So I think Pack stays with the singles title, but the trio title drops tonight. Um, it's the anniversary of, today, of Brody. It's just the anniversary of Brody too. The stars a lot of symbolism. They're, lot of they're symbolism. gonna they're gonna capitalize on that and change the belts. There's only one reason that they would change the belts, and that is if a certain three people's suspension is about to come up. Good. Well, hey, look, Brian Custer was back in the ring before Dynamite Wednesday, so, dark, so they're dark coming order, back. Dark Order is so Dark Order is so lovable that even if they weren't imminent, they could hold it for a month. That trio's title is one that probably should rotate on a semi more consistent basis yes. than for the other singles titles. Like how the TNT belt was at first, where it rotated yep. just about every sixty to ninety days. That's how the trios titles needs to be. Yeah, three months is fine. We don't. I don't. We don't need to see eight month reigns out of every single title holder. Right. Right. <laughs> right. 
Speaking of which, titles. speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen, is Scorpio Sky dead? Where's Scorpio Sky? What happened to Scorpio Sky? He's no, oh, he's trying War- to find his place in America. Top team since Tony won't put him on TV. <laughs> uh, Todd, answer your question. Wardlow is the TNT champion. Oh, he's still that. Okay, yeah. Yes. Yeah, when's the last time War- he was on War- TV? Wardlow Joe. Wardlow was on TV last night. He wrestled Brian Cage. Brian Cage good- still has work. It's <laughs> oh, yeah, a whole thing. Right a, you missed this whole thing. It was a whole thing. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. All right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go into our last segment. Uh, first of all, we got to thank B and B Bumps and Banner. Thank you so much for being on the show. How do we follow? How do we follow y'all? Nah, man, I love it. I love what y'all are doing. I still I feel bad. I owe y'all an anniversary uh, video. But look, everybody, follow Bumps and Banner. Make sure that uh, where where can everybody find y'all? And when does the show air? Oh man, we on anchor. Uh, we on all streaming platforms on anchor. Uh, on social media is like Facebook, Twitter, as Bumps and Banner. But we're on anchor. We're on Spotify under Bumps and Banner. And we're also we're also we're coming uh, soon to a few other places. Yeah, eventually. Uh, what we're working towards to being on WIRR. Uh, nice. That's what's up. Very nice. soon, we have a, a little radio show for that as well. Well, look, the door is always open for the Family Podcast Network. I've told Doe this all the time. You know, just, you know if you want to come on over, come on. You're you're welcome. I happen to know a guy that controls the Family <laughs> Podcast. I know a guy that controls the Podcast Network. Um, a point of personal privilege uh, when it comes to Bumps and Banner. Uh, I've known both Doe now and Super Dope uh, Haskins for for a very long time. Earlier, he saw my look. My son Ted popped in. I actually knew them before my son was even born, and I was I was yeah. looking at I was looking at Chris's son, Super Dope's son, on a microphone probably damn near ten years ago. Yeah. And uh, the funny part is, I just wanted to say, brothers, I, I always appreciate y'all. I know the grind that y'all do all the time, whether it's uh, on the microphone. Uh, doing doing the music thing, or, or doing what you're doing with wrestling, or even just raising your family. So I really appreciate y'all coming on the show. Absolutely, we appreciate we appreciate that so much. Thank you, bro. So much. Excellent, man. We look up to you. We we see it just like you see it. It's only a matter of time. Look, come on over. Come on over. We're gonna hit the button. Boom, Ty. How do we? Look, look, give me your give me your, your final two minute state of the union on all things because we had some technical difficulties. We weren't yeah. able to get you the way we wanted to get you in on the show this week. But when you look at the landscape of AEW, what are you thinking? Are you concerned? No, AEW's gonna be fine. They the network loves AEW. It's gonna be here for the foreseeable future. Uh, is Tony Khan gonna have as much power? Might be the question. Because he can't seem to run it, and the network might take it away from him, or put someone else in charge of it. Someone might else be in charge. Yep. Yep. Oh, there it is. That I do. That's a possibility. I, I think definitely executive roles will be redefined in the next several few months by for for a lot of people. All right. Yes. Look, Elliot. Do you have a face of the week? 
I don't have a face of the week that I can think of. I mean, I will think of one, but uh, I got a match. Do we have a heel of the week? I got a match recommendation. <laughs> thanks to Ty. Go back and watch uh, Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura at Takeover. There you go. That was that. I, I it came across my feed the other day, and I watched a good bit of it. That really was spectacular. So if you are a wrestling fan, uh, definitely watch that. Um, if you're a wrestling fan, hopefully you're watching this show, and you should follow our show at WCWF Pod on Twitter or on YouTube at Wrestling Chat with Friends. Subscribe, like. Uh, that they, they smashed the notifications bell. All of that, that all of that, that. One too. And we're on Facebook at our wrestling chat with friends. I sent a lot of invites out to a lot of my friends the other day that joined the Facebook page. So thank you to the ones who did. And quick shout out to Heel on Heels. We love her. Uh, Ty, do you have any uh, any faces or heels of the week? Face of the week. Face of the week. I'm going to have to give that to. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. James. For, you know, finally saying something that we all were thinking when asked about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who is my heel of the week as well. Oh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is your heel of the week? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's no relationship. There's been no contact. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Good day. Haters are going to hate. And (laughs) that, uh, that record is gone. So he needs to live with that. Do you have a prediction date for when that record will go down? Let's uh, yes. let's, make, let's call date. Mid season, mid season, ja- somewhere <laughs> late ja- late January. Yeah, about late January. That's what I All right. Too. All right. So I'm going back old school. I'm going back old school, back to our roots. And the roots is I'm going heel of the week. I'm not going face of the week. I'm going heel of the week. I got to face of the week when you're done. Put the camera on me, <laughs> Herschel Walker. <laughs> Herschel Walker, yeah. you are my heel of the week, and you're probably the heel of the entire campaign season because this is ridiculous. It has gotten ups- what started as comedy, what started as funny, what started as inappropriate people getting the nomination to run for the U.S. Senate is one thing. But now, Herschel Walker, you have graduated to not only domestic violence. Not only lying about your resume, not only lying about working for the FBI, you have basically gone into, you are gone into paying a unknown woman that he says, unknown, all lies in his book, paying for an abortion in which you have said publicly that you are against abortion in any situation. You paid for a woman's abortion. The woman per, per, provided the receipts that you paid for it he comes on tv no not even mentioning the the good air bad air thing that was ridiculous he comes on tv and says i never heard of the woman it comes out after that that it is one of his children's mothers (laughs) that just came out a couple hours ago that she has said we knew he was going to say that so now she was like if he says that i'm going public she goes public. It's one of the mothers of his children. So now, not only has he disturbed the one child that's all public on social media talking about he threatened to kill uh, you know, his mother and him, now he's got another family, another, you know, uh, another one that he is fathered a child by, um, also calling him a liar. This has gotten insane, and the American people need to know that Herschel Walker has no place anywhere near the U.S. Senate. 
and no place anywhere near public office or any role in leadership. He is my heel of the week. It's ridiculous at this point. But, yeah, the, but he has two that's all robos. I can say. That's all I can say. I don't care. He he said the he said the he said today in response to the allegations. Oh, now they're going to say I didn't play football. Look, it's gotten out of hand. It's gotten out of hand, and 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 America should, needs to stop this. This, really is, this is ridiculous. They really do. All I'm right, gonna, Elliot, I'm, that's I want to reverse course. Let us end on a good note. Quick, uh, the Aaron Judge sixty-two home runs. Oh yeah, Aaron Judge is, is, a, is a great story. But my face of the week is Shohei Atani who, if you actually look at the numbers, had a – Stop the madness. Historic <laughs> cheats. cheats. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't want to when, interrupt. When, when you are – when you qualify for league leading in both pitching and batting, that hasn't – that has only happened maybe one other time. It's never happened in the World Series era. Judge will win the, judge will win the MVP. It will be deserved because he had a fantastic season. That's but all I'm saying. What will, what will get lost is the – really sort of re- remarkable generational type season that just got happened in this uh, you know, coincidentally in the same year that one of the most historic records in baseball was challenged so yeah, they're both my they're both my faces of the week but everyone respect put some respect on the atami name i like it ladies and gentlemen we're gonna have to end it there uh elliot alluded to it we got to give a big shout out to our favorite heel and heels. She is going to be taking, Megan is going to be taking an extended leave of absence while she goes through this grad school semester. So we will be back every week with different folks, hosts like EJ will be here. I'll be here. Hopefully Ty will be here every once in a while as well. And we will bring on our friends as we always have done. And it is going to be a blast. So until next time, we're counting it out. One, two, three, until next time.